No, he's he's got to go, bro. Red Bull yeah. cricket only. Sorry, that's a good that's. Day. Welcome everyone. My name is Vida, and this is Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast. And this episode is sponsored by Four Pillars Gym. As always, I'm joined by my co-host Sohan, and he's been a busy boy trying to win another flag for his club. How are you? And uh, most importantly, did you win, Bora? No, unfortunately, fell short. Um, but yeah, I guess for everyone listening in, we. Um, there's been a small gap in between episodes, but mainly because of the cricket commitments taking over and good times to be involved with the club, finals, weekends. Um, so, yeah, we the club I play for went into a best of three finals, uh, fell short 2-1, heading um, at the end of the finals. So, didn't get the win, but overall a good uh, season for us. But... Um, interesting with that. I just, um, you know, used to the normal uh, intro and I just saw something different. So, um, might yes. be a good time to touch base about that uh, uh, venture that has kicked into our episode. We have a sponsor. That's the difference. So, do you like gin? What's your choice of poison? I'm more of a scotch guy, but I do yeah. enjoy a gin. Definitely, cricketers would love a good drink and a good chat after a game of cricket. That's for sure. Yeah. So, Four Pillars Gin, Bora, um, I was introduced to Four Pillars Gin by one of my good friends uh, in Melbourne. So, yeah. I tried their uh, Shiraz Gin, which was really nice. So, when yeah. they came aboard to sponsor us and I was wrapped. So, it's something I can recommend. It's it's really nice and uh, yeah we haven't done an episode for nearly three weeks and we have missed lots of things so we don't want to go back and talk about all those things but yeah. um, I'll just go through a few things we want to talk about today. Um, we had one of the legend passing away in the last few weeks. Shane Warne sadly passed away and. Uh, his funeral is tomorrow uh, at the MCG. It's going to be a state funeral and uh, say we are, we are going to say final goodbyes to a cricketing legend. We have lots of discussions about who was the best spin bowler ever. And, um, you know, we always say it was morally, but Shane Moon was the, you know, world's greatest leg spinner ever. You being a spinner... Um, any thoughts about Shane Warne's passing away, Bora? Yeah, a bit heartbreaking to take. Uh, if um, I don't know, it's coincidence or whatnot. Um, the day before him, of this news breaking out that he passed away, I was watching the Warne documentary on Amazon yeah. Prime. Um, brought back good memories of him as a as a kid. When you grow up, you watch the TV at that time on. TV, it was mainly the Ashes, England, uh, South Africa Test Series. Um, a lot of the Test matches were Australia involved when Shane Warne was a pivotal part in that. Um, for a lot of Sri Lankans, I think even for us growing up, he was more of an um, enemy or a villain, if you were to call it, because yeah. I mean, you try to always compete against them and 
Shane was on top of the mark. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but in hindsight, everyone knew, everyone respected him as a player end of the day of what he achieved. And even though for Sri Lankans, we viewed him as a villain on the field, uh, I'm sure that image changed a lot over the time with his involvement and what he did for Sri Lanka cricket out of the sport as mm. well. Um, I think Especially big, after uh, Tsunami. Yeah. yeah, tsunami charity efforts that he's put in, and I think a strong uh, bond that or relationship that they, they've grown as the spin uh, competitors between Murali and himself um, also flowed down um, away from the game. So, but as a player, um, as a kid growing up, Shane was very Shane Vaughan was a very influential figure on the sport. Um, like we mimic um, different players, yeah. yes, I think Shane won top of the mark. What he did, um, you do. I mean, it's I still till this day. Every time a bowler takes a wicket and yells out "Come on" or "Bring it on," it's always that Shane won iconic moment in the '99 World Cup where he um, got rid of um, Herschel Gibbs. I think he bowled him. Beautiful ball, got him bowled, and then you could see his energy, which he created with that. Come on, um, till this day, very fast. Even when you play games and you see guys who are just shouting their head off, come on, and trying to inspire the team. That's a Shane Warne uh, moment. Yeah. That's how I see it as. So um, again, again, tomorrow will be a celebration of him, his life, I guess, um, in official capacity. Uh, so we'll. Watching that, it's going to be held at the MCG. Player as well, Rodney Marsh, he also passed away. Yes. Um, so Australia had a small hit of some of its, you know, mm. celebrated cricketers passing away. Yeah, that's what I think was a sad moment in between the last few weeks, which happened. Moving on to cricket with her, there was a bit more happening as well, uh, especially in Pakistan with Australia being involved. Yeah, so. I mean, Australia went there uh, nearly after 30 years and uh, the pitches they played on was flat, <laughs> like roads. No, no. I mean, yeah. You're not like, supposed to say flat. I think you got to... <laughs> I think the, there's a bit of media sensor going in on how you call the pitches. So, um, oh, you can call it a road then, bro. Just call it a yeah. road. I think yeah. Michael Kasprovich, he was doing his um, commentary stint up in uh, the test series and I think he was censored or he tried to uh, uh, cover up the flat pitch scenarios. But yeah, not a not a pitch, or not a little no, bit of grass it, at all. So. I, think, I think Pakistan didn't want to lose this series. Uh, and yeah. I think that backfired on them because um, when you put runs on the board, you're always under pressure. Like, you know, you can, even on a flat pitch, you can have one bad session and yeah. that can work against you. And with a bowling attack like Australia, where they have the pace and um, yeah. the variety of uh, left arm fast bowling option of Stark, <laughs> who's really good with the old ball. Um, yeah. 
and you know one bad session and um, you you lost the third test match and you lost the series so it backfired on them um this series was played in good spirits you can you can see lots of smiles high scoring but it was a bit boring to watch cricket like you know there's, there's nothing interesting was happening you can you can always call what's going to happen the next ball you know so it wasn't the most exciting series but um the last two days of the series was good um yeah i mean nathan lyon um, came aboard and took five wickets to win the game for australia yeah you're right um lyon i think he bowled massive amount of overs so he'll give his shoulder a rest and a break now um a guy I think we've spoken a lot on this show, Uzi Kawaja, um, oh. having a golden run, um, making up for lost time by the looks of it. But um, a fairy tale series for him, going back to his home to our country, wherein um, and performing at venues that he, as a child, uh, had a lot of childhood memories out there. So um, it was a good outing for him. Pakistan. Touching base about their squad or the eleven, something which I noticed in this team was they didn't have a strong spinning spin bowler. Yes. They normally would have a strong leg spinner or a you know a person who will be able to uh, be the leader of the pack. But I didn't see that happen. I wasn't impressed with some of the spinners that mm. was on display for Pakistan. So. Uh, inside they, were th- they probably wanted to score big and try to create a bit more pressure but looks looks like it backfired um, so Australia um, got home got the series under their belt well like we saying most part of the series was boring to watch it was just flat runs um, yeah. <clears throat> but I think they move into the one day series um, yeah uh, with Pakistan about to kick off. Sri Lanka, I think this we need to touch base, but the quicker we go off from what happened in India, the better, I think, yeah. for us. Uh, fell short massively in that test series, got exposed what? to a lot. But one, I think one silver lining or one really good fact is a fourth innings 100 by Dimutkar mm. Narat, I think. That shows what a quality player he's been, but the rest of it, not a lot no. to talk. About. So. I'm I'm gonna call it just gutless batting, Bora. I mean, we we <clears> knew <throat> what we up against when we are going to India, right? We yeah. we knew it, it's gonna be a tough tour, but there's a, there's a way of losing. I mean, if you put up a fight and lose, that's fine. We haven't won a Test match in India, even with our grades. We could have put put up a better fight. I mean, some of the shots our batsman has played, that was not on. Yeah, I mean, that was the disappointing part. I mean, I, I felt bad for Dimut because I felt like he was just a lonely warrior there. You know, there's no one there to support him or to just hang around with him just to just to um, yeah. fight. That was the disappointing part. But um, talking about the wickets in Pakistan, Buram, Australia coming to Sri Lanka in June, July. We had to make sure that we don't do the same mistake. I just saw the itinerary, the two test matches we are playing at goal. So that's a good decision. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, seeing that uh, Gaul Eitner is pretty tempting for a lot of the Aussie travellers will be wanting to go out and watch a game uh, in Sri Lanka. I think it's a brilliant venue to travel, watch a bit of cricket and um, explore the tourism in Sri Lanka, especially along mm. the coastal regions. So any of the listeners from Australia, Melbourne, Sydney or any part of Australia thinking of going out there, that's a pretty good uh, one to be part of um, and a good time to get out. It's uh, pretty much getting into winter here and then get yeah. into the warm weathers in Sri Lanka. So good food after the games, good yeah. good venue to watch cricket and hopefully, uh, like you say, the pitchers would ideally want it. I, I guess the Sri Lankan pitchers will offer a lot more to the spinners than what yeah. the Pakistan pitchers did because uh, I don't think we, it'll be that hard or that flat. Um, the wickets would tend to offer assistance from the third day onwards, maybe. Yeah. Uh, possibly from the second <laughs> day onwards as well. Um, there'll be a bit of burn. I mean, they haven't toured Sri Lanka for nearly six years, I think. So Yeah, I think the good. last time... The test series happened. Kusal Mendis played a massive part in mm. that. I think it was Kusal Mendis pretty much uh, um, emergence into world cricket. Where he made a big statement in that. Uh, Mitchell Stark had a bit of an edge over Dimuth Karanaratna from memory. Mm. Um, yeah. So it'll be a good or interesting mm. battle to see how that spans out. But, but we yeah, won 3-0. We won that, yes. Three we won nil. that test series. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a good match, which I think started it, which was in candy, and that kind of kicked us off. Aussies would prepare themselves for a spinning track. They might, depends what the composition they'll play, but most likely they'll play the two spinners two and the two picks with Cameron Green. Yeah. If we move on to IPL, right. IPL has kicked off last Saturday and uh, already yeah. some of the Sri Lankans are making a mark in the competition. Uh, we saw a blistering innings from Bhanukaraj Baksa. Now they call him the Sri Lankan discard uh, Bhanukaraj Baksa because, because he had his uh, fitness issues. Um, yeah. Yeah, he made an early impression mm-hmm. and Dushmant uh, is uh, up and running uh, in the wickets and uh, Wanidu Hasaranga took a wicket off his first ball. So, our boys um, are doing well early in the tournament. So, yeah, um, I'm looking forward to see how uh, Mahatish Tikshanago, if he gets a chance to play in the next few games. Yeah, IPL kicked off and a lot of glamour uh, around that tournament. few of the Sri Lankan boys are involved straight away and playing Kiro's Banuka batted number three for his franchise. Yeah. Um, Wanidu is, looks like a... Uh, playmaker bowler because uh, he leads the spin attack with uh, Chahal using the Chahal not in that uh, squad anymore. So Vanidu pretty much is a frontline spinner. Dushmanta Chamira <clears throat> opening bowler. Uh, so key roles. Um, again, Mahesh Dikshana would play, hopefully play a part in the coming days. You have uh, even Chamika Karnaratna is in a squad uh, yeah. in the squad. I think it's for KKR. KKR, yeah. Um, so, then uh, those were some of our proven performers in the T20 circuit. So, um, what we'd like to see is how quickly they adapt to some of the strategies that are being introduced to them through different um, 
coaches, players, captains who would change, give them a different view of how the games to be played. Um, Dushmanta Chamira, I was having a look, seems to be adding a bit more variety. He seems to be trying to change his pace Lots a bit. Slow balls, yes. Yeah. yeah. So maybe to grip on the surface earlier up and bowling with a new ball. So those are little changes like Banuka Rajapaksa. He's an impact player. We know it right along. He's one of those guys. Um, it's not a form thing. It's more of a He'll, he'll always look good. Um, so he's a guy who's have a good attitude. He's not afraid. So, And his first impressions have always been good in tournaments. That's something I've noticed with Banuka. And even yeah. when he came in the early Sri Lanka T20 setups, mm. he looked initially good. T10 were the T10 franchise tournament he went into. First uh, impression was good. And he's already made a good uh, start in the IPL. So he's one of those players who has a knack of making that early impression. But yeah, it's a long tournament. Um, we want him to be involved in it, performing well. And then, okay, then the pressure's back on to the administrators or people making the decisions in Sri Lanka to say, okay, this guy's performing. There's fitness. Is he the fitness concern? Because... He seems to be involved in a full season with the IPL franchise. So, yet again, yeah. I think I still think there is a communication gap between the authorities and the players because and the media, what, what's flowing through. Because as a player, I'm sure there'll be some tolerance levels for fitnesses if they need mm. to. At the moment, the hesitancy is to take part in fitness their test. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Every, every time he plays a good innings, uh, Bora, the social media just blows up, you know. You yeah. should see the funny comments um, from from various people on social media. Like, yeah. um, at the moment, he's the only Rajapaks uh, people like in Sri Lanka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, players are there involved as well. Administrators are involved as well. So um, when I say administrators, few of us former ex-players are holding positions within the management teams uh, for the franchises. Lasit Malinga mm. got open for Rajasthan Royals. Rajasthan. As a with Sangha. With Sangha. Mm. Uh, Murali is involved. Mahela is involved. Tom Moody is involved. Um, mm. So our whole technical committee is involved in the IPL apart from Arvind Silva by the looks of it. So um, Arvind might be making all the decisions back in Sri Lanka. So, um, uh, But crickets, it's a busy period. Everyone's involved with the IPL, which is a good tournament to be part of. That's where modern-day crickets at. So, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what what you're saying is we have to wait for like six weeks uh, for for the rest of the world to uh, play cricket. Uh, you just have to yeah. pause everything. Everyone take a pause, everything pause. Um, whatever capacity you can be involved with the IPL, just book your tickets, get involved. So that or, that's, that's how it, it seems that, to be. That seems to be the case <laughs> because. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I saw um, Chris Silwood's going to be Sri Lanka's coach. And, you know, it's a big ah, oh, but that's it. There's nothing. That 
everything so died down because the IPL has started. So, yeah, East Gold is coming up as well. So maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long break in the world. Yeah. But um, if you were to separate the fads from the, I know, details or whatnot, there is a small disconnect in Sri Lanka at the moment yeah. with what's going on. Um, we do have the um, domestic tournament that is the provincial setup that is winding up. Mm, in the semi-final there are some stage. Performance, yeah, there are some performance performances coming up but there seem to be a bit of disinterest on it as well um, mm. it's why it feels such a long season at this stage it's almost like it's a tournament that's running on its own it's the feeling we kind of have yeah no, I mean <laughs> not that I have followed a lot of it uh, lately but yeah. um, I mean the one guy I saw has been scoring runs was uh, Roshan Silva um, yeah, I mean that machine doesn't stop, does it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if only we took him to India because he played well in India last time we do in India. Could have used him in that middle order, but I can see what selectors are looking at in Charita Salanka because he had a really good uh, white ball start uh, yeah. in his career. So I can see what they're what they're looking at, but don't know whether. It's time for him to focus only on white ball cricket for a for a period, then slowly introduce him into the test cricket uh, setup. Yeah, our, just to add to that, I think you're right there. But if you take Roshan Silva's situation as a player before this uh, provincial tournaments or kicked off, they 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 weren't involved in much cricket, like. We were talking about yeah. how Dimut Arunaratna would prepare because he hadn't played much cricket. It's the same yeah. with a guy like Roshens who is heavily impacted on playing four-day cricket or having to perform there. So it's almost like he would have gone unnoticed or been forgotten in the mix-up as a player. Now we kind of see him because he's scoring runs or he's involved. Mm. If this tournament was... Probably two weeks before the Indian Test series, I think Roshan Silva might have found his way into the level or would have been in that mix. So that's some of the disadvantages of being a one-format player. If you're not in sync making that runs, you kind of not make it. Whereas uh, if you take a guy like Janit Lienegi as an example, um, he was in the last mix of the... Um, uh, Sri Lanka Premier League yeah. um, made a made a two fifties uh, yeah. straight into the heaven and now like, he came to Australia. He came to Australia. Didn't as a player initial some struggle at the start, which he did. But I think the question was asking how did this guy come into the squad on the back of those fifties and making an impression, you know, of two games. So those are the two toss-ups that we have between with playing and having results as the player to get that edge where, or not playing and just trying to be on, you know, stats. And I don't think a lot of the Sri Lankan selectors go on stats or know their players Mm. um, or have a following of who are the players. I don't think, I feel they lack that bit. What worries me is Bora, um, because most of these, what the players we talked about are one format players like um, 
I can see a trend coming uh, of these one format players try to look for other options, right? So Rangalakmal, yeah. well, he decided um, it's time to hang up his boots yeah. and go and play for a county. I mean, he could have played yeah. another two good years of uh, test cricket for Sri Lanka. Um, yeah. I saw an article uh, on Sunday Times where Dimut Karraratna <laughs> has raised his concerns about you know his future yeah. you know, because he's it's not clear about what's happening in the future so people like Roshan and even Dimut decide if it is if they decide to go and play counter cricket or retire from international cricket we are in trouble uh, when it comes to test cricket because Dimut is the only guy who's who's been uh, scoring runs in the last couple of years <laughs> Yeah, he's been a rock for us, that's for sure. And cricketers' life is more on what you have as performance contracts or whatnot. And if there is a disparity in the Sri Lankan contracts that are being offered, uh, whereas you, you get more value to, you know, or more steady um, income by being part of a county setup. A lot of players will consider taking it. So, because um, if you secure, secure two years of, you know, a solid return of playing county cricket and getting exposed there, a lot will take it on. I think that's probably what Suranga would have thought. Hang on, there's, I, he may be the senior player or the lead in fast bowler in that, in that 11, but there seemed to be a lot of, um, unsureness of where he stands yeah. you know so he would have thought okay as a fast puller i might as well take that option um Dimut yeah. probably is considering that as well if there is not a lot of uh communication or clear thoughts of what is his involvement with sri lanka cricket over the next few years we can't just mm. go <laughs> drop and select yeah. players as we choose um it is their uh, livelihood and these boys have taken pay cuts as well Bora. so that's another another factor because i mean these boys are in top of the pyramid i mean yeah. if if this is the case for the guys on top imagine mm-hmm. what's going down the pyramid i mean some of the guys who doesn't even have a contract and um, they depend on first class cricket or, or a contract like a provincial contract from the cricket board so mm-hmm. if you if you don't look after cricketers uh, domestic cricketers, you're not going to survive in the international stage. That's simple as that. It's a hard one, hard spot to be. Yeah, if we are to be competitive in world cricket, we, that's mm. our feeder system. We've got to take care of our feeder system. Yeah, um, that's for sure. All right, let's move on to uh, women's World Cup, Bora. Um, mm. Both teams we go for uh, in the semi-finals. So yeah. tomorrow is the first semi-final. Australia playing West Indies and England playing South Africa on Thursday. And for Australia, Alice Perry injured again. And this is the no. second time she missed the T20 World Cup final uh, in 2020. Yeah. She must be devastated. I know it's um for a fast bowler. Oh, she's an all rounder, but I think it's more of a fast bowl injury that is keeping her out. Is uh probably does she start thinking about letting go of one of her um 
probably thinking of maybe to let go of bowling and concentrate mm-hmm. on batting because uh, it's at a age where she is struggling back spasms or hamstring. Yeah. I saw that and I'd, I'd love to see her being part of this squad, but Australia, I don't think Australia will miss her uh, to an extent with the backup. They've got this in this uh, tournament. Maybe a few years ago, they would have had a massive impact, but now with Talia McGrath in that setup, Anna Sutherland is there as well. So they'll be all right, but she's been one of that core group of players uh, in that team. Yeah. Um, so Australia seems to be able to transition. So these when these players are um, not part of the team, they still have good coverage. Um, so they've tackled that well. Uh, but I think Ellis Perry might consider giving up of um, bowling if she is yeah. to uh, uh, make her career a bit more longer than what it mm. is. I think Shane Watson went through something similar uh, yeah. in the latter part of his career. And yeah. he basically gave away his bowling. When he yeah. first came out, he was someone like Cameron Green. Mm. You know, he used to clock 140 and uh, he was the genuine all-rounder. Then he became the opening bat to bowl yeah. few overs if needed. So that's maybe that's what Perry has to do because I'm sure she she can play another two, three years till the yeah. next she can play till the next World Cup because yeah. she's she's a gun. <laughs> um both uh, both teams we go for uh, in the semi-final. So I want England to beat South Africa and uh, meet Australia in the finals. So. In the finals, yeah, that should be a good one. I think with uh, if you um, you made a good call with going with the um, with the team uh, and they made finals. Yeah, England, unbelievable. Yeah. That. But they already um, spot a bother, like they lost few games, but they made they made a good comeback. Yeah. And no, interesting, South uh, Africa. Um, mm, it is an interesting team. India also. Yes was there but then fell short yeah. Um, yeah I was surprised that New Zealand couldn't make it I mean it's playing at home uh, just they seem to have fallen away when nah. you need to stand up so no that's the format uh, you play in because you play each other um, you meet each other everyone uh, yeah to get into the top four so um, New Zealand was I think uh, there Showing was more, I think, was a disappointment playing at home. They expected a lot more. But Australia, England, as you say, South Africa. I think um, our yeah, friend Estelle, Estelle was saying South Africa would be up there. So she'll probably be um, wrapped about making yeah. uh, it into the final. I know she supports Australia. She but I remember she said there are a few South African players who mm. make up in this. So... That's what you get when you interview and speak to the best who knows the game in women's cricket. So yeah. um, let's try to tee her up for the back end of the tournament. I'm sure she'll have some more insights to share with us. Yeah, maybe before the final. Yeah, England versus Australia yeah. <laughs> or South Africa. <laughs> yeah, she'll probably she'll go <laughs> Australia, South Africa, but. Um, if, if it was in our hands. This episode, we were more trying to catch up with some of the things yeah. that were mm. in and more focus. We'll try to um, 
bring some more content over the next few um, episodes uh, now that cricket's taken a back seat in terms of playing games and matches for our respective clubs it's getting into an off season mode here in uh, melbourne uh, as the season winds up with uh, you were playing a bit of uh, you went back to your school to play a bit of cricket yes. I, on the weekend how did that go and was that a um, did you guys get the win or no 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 we lost the game but it was now i can yeah. call it we played it for fun but i was pretty serious yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. on the field but it was really yeah. good catching up with uh, friends who we played yeah. against like 20 years ago bora yeah um we enjoy each other's company and um like you know we talked about the silly things we did when we were in school and it was really fun um, it's always good to catch up at least once a year should we do one question before we wrap up yeah i was uh, going to ask you probably <laughs> let's get into a bit of a question and answer give our listeners a bit of a go oh, this is from aravindan from london this has been sent a few weeks ago bora and i found this yeah. in this uh, in the junk mail so yeah, yeah. Somehow it ended up in the jungle, so I didn't see it. So, um, so he goes, hi, Vidya and Bora. Do you see any role for Dinesh Chandimal in the limited Dover formats going forward? His strike rate is low and only excuse for that is if you are scoring lots of runs, but he is not. Is it time, is it time to Sri Lanka to drop Chandimal for limited Dover cricket for good? I mean, this has been sent four weeks ago, and I think we talked about. We did touch base about that, yeah. But with Chandimal, I think that will be a common question that's always been asked. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, to be frank, I think I think some of the formats his time might be, you know, wound up. Test cricket, he probably has a uh, chance. He's got a strong technique and he's a proven performer in that aspect as well. So um, he'll play a part in that, I'm sure. Um, but again, nothing wrong. I guess Chandimal puts himself to be selected by playing tournaments that player, the selectors are looking for players. Yep. We probably we could keep in roles as well. So mm. um He's put yeah. himself to be there as one of the top two players to be picked on a tour by performing there. So it's yeah, it's criticism on Chandimal not not to perform, not to be able to perform at the international stage as well. But the other players are not standing up as well to you know put him off a bit. So maybe they'll start looking at them more um, as well. But this same criticism might follow the players who replaced Chandimal as well. No, he's, he's got to go, Bora. Red Bull yeah. cricket only. Sorry. That's a good That's, Yeah. No. I mean, we've given nah. him enough, enough opportunities. Are you being too a... nice? <laughs> yeah, I'm being too nice. I'm just trying to play the sit on a fence and see where things are at. But I think in a previous no, episode, spoke about time's up. So, mm. yeah. And what you're saying is true. Right, but, I mean, they need right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, once again, um, a big shout out to our sponsor for this episode, Four Pillars Gin. 
and we are planning to run a competition to give away some prizes from our sponsors so yeah. keep an eye on our social media and um, you can find all the links to our social media in the show notes so give us a follow and um, keep an eye and we'll be posting um, some content about the giveaways and the competitions yeah being mindful of time i think we've covered a few areas that we wanted to touch base on um, next episode more focus will be on the women's world cup finals that is taking place um, and hopefully the next episodes and the episodes coming forward we'll be covering more content of uh, the game we love so stay tuned thanks a lot for listening in and send through your question and answer questions uh, not the answers we'll give the answers so <laughs> just a small slip of the tongue there from me yeah excited to have recorded another episode for the sri lankan cricket podcast uh, with um like we always say give us a um, like or a, a rating or a review on the podcast gives gets us up the ladders and we'll be back with another episode next week yes see you guys soon thanks for listening cheers guys <laughs>